702 and Cape Talk, the Literature Corner. And with us uh, for the next half an hour or so is Lebo Motechoa, who is a creative director of Black Consumer Inside Agency, which is a mouthful, I think, in plain English, getting more of your little uh, hard-earned money as black people uh, to white monopoly capital. At least that's where it all started. And, of course, he became interested uh, in making sure that um, we actually archive some of our language, which I think is very important, uh, because language matters as a matter of identity. And when you go to school, university, you always learn, like, standard English, standard this, that, and the other. You're lucky if any black African languages are taught at all, let alone slang. And we're fighting for this to be recognized. In Cape Town, for example, um, there's some progress, but not enough made yet, for example, to get Afrikaans recognized as a legit language of working class and colored people in general. Um, imagine how much different some of the results could even be academically if you could write in Afrikaans rather than in Rian Kreivakens Afrikaans. In other words, sometimes it's not your IQ that lets you down. It is whose Afrikaans you're talking about. So language matters profoundly. And that's exactly why the Tramto Dictionary is so important. Lebo, thank you so much for coming into the studio. It's lovely hey, seeing you again. Thanks for having me. It is only a pleasure. This has been an incredible, incredible journey in terms of putting together this dictionary and making sure that we preserve uh, township talk which we never speak about. And when we do, it's usually like on the margins of an ad or maybe a really out there character in a soapy that uses it in their language, but not mainstream. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, when the, the idea first popped into my head, uh, I was a student. Um, I was studying uh, marketing in uh, creative. We're talking now like what year 2000, 1999. Um, there were no black diamonds. There were no Maponya malls. There was no evidence to show that indeed, uh, there's a black popular culture that is happening out there. So I found it very frustrating in those days because then even when you're trying to tell our lectures that look, there's a language that black people speak and it's not, it's none of these official languages and they would mistake it for Fanagalog, uh, and we're like, it's not not Fanagalog. It's not the same. It's not Fanagalog. It's like, what Tsotsital belongs to the 60s. Um, we're talking about a language that we listen to when we're playing our quiet music, when we're talking to our friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a language and, and, and it's alive and it changes and it adapts and, 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 and more vibrant. Absolutely. And then, uh, then I got flanked. Uh, on a project because the teacher said I was talking, you know what? So I then decided, well, let me take it upon myself. So I then started to compile this thing, but initially I was compiling it for me because then when you have to write your, your TV ads and so forth, sometimes these words just, you know, <laughs> they don't just come. And, and especially if you are talking to uh, um, a white lecturer and, and you know, because the, the minute you start talking to someone in English, as we are doing now, you start conceptualizing or reasoning in, 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 in that concept. But when you actually start speaking with someone in your own language, mm. you start being a dicky about it and mm. certain words just to come. So that, that's the beginning of it, how I started. Stunning. This. And these are important distinctions to be made between Fanagalo, Stamto. I don't even know the difference between all of them. That's exactly why we have Lebo here today. Even this clip, Abel, what is this clip that you, that you and Megan have concocted here in the background? Talk to you. You've got a voice when I talk to me there. Because this, this is another one of them, right? I haven't watched, um, wait, it, where's it from? It's from Isidingo. Now you see, that's exactly, I think that's partly Lebo's point, but I'm not the expert here. Isn't, isn't Isidingo like set in Horizon Deep? It is. Okay. 
but I don't watch it. I don't know. Last time I watched it, I checked the, the YouTube clips. So that's the thing, right? Because like the setting is very different. The, what you might speak in the township is not necessarily the same as on the mines or whatever. But uh, anyway, let let's listen to this clip. Shall we listen to it? How long is it? Okay, go for it, girl. Let's do it. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, you're chuckling. Why are you chuckling? <laughs> because that's Georgie Zandela, the original Squatani. <laughs> <laughs> Mixing different languages there as well. Yeah. Right? From Afrikaans to mwah, to mwah and all of it. So just maybe just to, 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 to help the listeners be able to compartmentalize all of this is when you're looking at the history of South Africa, we started with Tzotzital and Tzotzital derives from Afrikaans and a lot of the words um, we're just basically having fun with Africans, right? Mm. But at the same time, the mere fact that it's called Tzotzi, it means there's a language used by the gangs and so forth, uh, in the days of Sophia Town. Mm. What they then did was, um, when they were in prison, um, um according to the research that I, I conducted, was that, um, the prison waters oversee knew the language as well, mm. which is when now you started even hearing words, uh, numbers being used as words, like four, five, uh, three, one, and, and yes. so forth. But you, they knew what those meant. Like if something is a flop, is a two, one, I get, um, and so forth, you know, and something, if something is a success, is a pop, which is number seven. Um, so there, that's the beginning of that. Mm. And then bubblegum music then happened, which obviously has sustained, uh, what we now call Stamto, um, throughout the, the, the years. Um, and, and quite the music obviously has kept that happening. Uh, and then, uh, then when in the early millennials, then we entered then the equation, mm. um, by then saying, well, maybe there's a need to actually document, uh, all of this because the only way, the only things that actually exist, that show, um, that talk about black popular culture is music and, and it's tourism, mm. but not language, you know, and, 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 and words exist to tell a story about you. Absolutely. Um, there are certain words that you will not find uh, in English that belong to black people, like Ogosola, mm. which means, I mean, it's not bad, uh, bad karma mm. or bad oma, you know, cutting your nails at night, you're not allowed to because something bad will happen to you. But <laughs> I can't really not find really a, a perfect a, translation, yeah, perfect, perfect translation for some, it. Yes, yeah. you know, the venom. Yeah. So as a result, then you start realizing that there is certain things that exist. But for me, what also was interesting in compiling these, uh, uh, three dictionaries was that words exist. They're so deep. Um, there's, con- there's context to it. It's not like, yeah, fine. There's no board meeting that is held by, uh, Gazi expertise talking about new words. But sure. these words have a reason why they exist. Take, for example, a word like stena. Stena means a thousand rand. Now, Stena also means uh, a break in Zulu. So when you take 10 rands worth of a thousand and pile them on top of each other, what do you get? You get a break, <laughs> which is why it's called Stena. Okay. Those olden days when okay. they used to call the, the three series G-string. Yes. It was because of the front grill yes. of the BM. You know, it That's looked right. like a G-string. <laughs> you know, so there's, there, and then there was the thing when someone was, uh, like, uh, uh, um, the neighbor who's always looking and gossiping and checking out. 
uh, indabas abantu. That that they used to call those sixty. Sixty is an acute angle of your eye when it's open. Because <laughs> they're always scouting, checking out what people actually do. Oh, that's funny. You know? So yeah. they actually, there's such intelligence in in understanding these words. Um, you take words they're very like, descriptive. Yeah, yeah. Jewish, Jewish mm. is obviously clothes, good clothes, not just any clothes, but if you're wearing good clothes, um, and that's because we used to, or we used to think, or back then, J- Jewish folks knew how to dress. Mm. You know, um, and then surprisingly, then you would find also international words. I mean, I worked on a campaign for, 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 for the FIFA World Cup where the agency brought the script to me and said, make it black. And then I was, okay, cool. Let me see what I can do with the script, but without having to change the, the storyline. Yeah. And some of the things I included in there were things like, um, um, uh, putting someone from Spain in as a character because he's going to say hola. Then our South African characters say hola. And they want to have this whole debate. You see, you mispronouncing. Sure. Then, and then, and then I put a German guy who was having a German cut in Soweto. And he was like, this is not a German cut. <laughs> but, but these are like South African stories. And yeah. Unique that, to that, our cultural to, grammar. To, to, Absolutely. Yeah, which yeah. is what basically, uh, started. That is stunning. This. Yeah. Is it Mava that you just put that there or was it Megan? I'm deeply disturbed that one of them know what safend means in Totital. Someone who stabs them, and it's it's a word after Dimitri Trafendas who stabbed Farvurt in '66. Yo, some violent language wow. being used around here. Okay, so what are some of your own favorite words when it comes to township lingo? Uh, give us a call. Maybe you don't know the origins. You can try it with Lebo where it comes from. Some of it, I think, if you give it a little bit of thought, like the example is given, you can probably figure it out. And we're going to talk about some of the words that are in here, including words which we were just having a discussion. My team and I in different communities will land differently. Some. Of you will think if I say the word fuck off, you should take me to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. But it has a particular kind of cachet between dwellers of the township mm. that may be very different to someone feeling legitimately offended in Santon, darling. O double one double eight three zero seven zero two. Give us a call. What are your favorite favorite examples of Kasital? And let's see whether it has been included in Township Talk, which is the dictionary that Lebo had compiled. And um, it only will set you back forty nine rent ninety five. Uh O double one double eight three oh seven oh two and in Cape Town O two one double four six oh five six seven. I'll give you a pat on the back if you can make your contribution by entirely speaking in township talk when you call in. Seven oh two and Cape Talk. The literature corner. <laughs> okay, let's take some calls. I almost tried out some of these words on Megan, but I'm not sure whether it will be Colored Indian Megan that will respond or whether it will be fancy Megan. If I said a word like Foco, for example. You are douchey. Let me just put on your headphones there for me with so many people calling in. Um, Tsepo, good morning to you. Good morning, if it is how you. Lekker. Um, good thing. Um, I'm grappling with a certain word and, you know, I'm, um, and I'm from Soweto and, you know, you would think that I would really have um, uh, a, a, a very like an understanding um, uh, of certain words, but I would like to ask your your your, your guest there as to how do you use the word "trade." You know, I've always thought "trade" means like when people ask you about how you're doing, but um, I've I've really gotten um, uh, like mis, uh, mixed feelings in terms of how to use the word "trade." If he can maybe give some clarity of how, what the word means, and and um, how is it that you can use it? Sharp. 
Fede is almost like saying Shaw, like Shaw Josie. So when you say Fede, it's like Fede Meauti, Shapuzet Meauti. It's a, it's, 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 it's a way of showing that you're excited. It's a way of showing that you're friendly and that you come in peace. Okay. But, but, but can you agree that, you know, people use it differently at, at, at times? Yes. Uh, take, for example, the name of our company. It's called Foshizi, right? And we, yeah. well, first and foremost, we didn't want to have a boring name. So we thought, let's have a name called Foshizi. But Foshizi means for real. But also, yeah. um, have you noticed when people are like, are you for real? They say Foshizi, but with a question mark, of course, right? Yeah. You know, so okay. um, the, the, the context of it, you use it differently in, in whatever way that you want to use it. But here's a cool thing about this thing, Tsepo. Uh, uh, the, the nice thing about uh, uh, Township Lingo is you can say what you want to say in whatever context that you want to say it. When last did you hear someone say to you, it's in the land, it's in the Yeah. Well, you see I, what I mean? But I didn't say anything, yeah. but I've just said something, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks, Apple. Thanks for calling well. in. <laughs> And lovely tweet here. Where's this tweet now from Bandile? Uh, Bandile says, My favorite Tamto discovery is the etymology of the word moja, which is the Swahili word for one. Something that is moja is number one or great or cool, uh, which is the South African meaning that had, that, that had then been taken on. Look at you, clever Bandile. <laughs> Luyanda, good morning. Good morning. How's it? I'm very well, thank you. So is good, thanks. Go ahead. Good. I'd like to ask Lebu there. Um, we've got two things I want to understand. Um, the first thing is black people say, yo, yo, no, mumpi, inja, inja. Inja is normally a dog, but yet we consider it as a good thing. I would like to ask, why is that as black people? And we also say, hey, lumuntu, blind, blind, as if it's a good thing for the, but the true sense of the word is, blind is a lack of eyesight. But why do we also consider that as a good thing? <laughs> Those are two cool questions. Trevor Plex, yeah. Hey? <laughs> ah, all right, all right. The questions so, are blind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so blind, I'm hoping someone out there will help us out with that. But with Inja, Inja, remember, is a dog. A dog, it's brave. A dog, um, it's, 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 it, it, it's not scared. So when you say someone Inja, you mean basically that this guy is so Brave. This person is is fearless. Basically, that's basically the context of what uh, uh, Inja means. Uh, and someone out there maybe can actually explain uh, the blind uh, aspect. I'm also looking for that as well. But I think it differs from context to context. I mean, when I grew up, the word blind that was not a good thing. When you say to someone you're blind, certainly in my community, yeah, but you know, like blind, it, like you know, blind is visual impairment, as he's rightly saying. It's usually a diss, or it's it's uh, in if in my township. Yeah. If someone says you're blind, they're not trying to compliment you. Yeah. Well, in his context, uh, he's right to say that because basically, when they say "I blind," loud to blind, it's almost like um, the, the, this is a guy who can get into a fight and he's blind, and he and, and he will still win. Okay. 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 No, I get you. Yeah. Hasim, good morning. Hi. How did you say this? Good, thank you. I'm a 60-year-old from Joburg, originally Polokwani. Mm. My name is the word Dolly. Dolly. Dolly and double Dolly. You know, when you greet a guy and you say, hey, he say, but I will hate a guy, and the whole reply is Dolly, and the other guy says double Dolly. <laughs> to me, what does that mean? You know, when, when you're telling somebody... How do you do? And he says, I'm good. And you use the word dolly and double dolly. And that to me is just out of this world, boss. Yeah. 
That's Out so cool. Do you know the origins of it? Not really. It's just, you know, when you, like in the areas where you grew up in nuclear, western and so on, you pick up like the word away, may I choose and things like that. You just pick it up and it becomes part of your daily vocabulary. Do you still use it in your own da- daily vocab? Oh, yes, my buddy. Oh, yes, all the time. All the time, Boza. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me Boza Boza. <laughs> okay. Now I know there's someone out there is going to be clever. I love that. I am now curious. I wonder where Dolly comes from. If you know, give us a call. We can maybe add here to the next dictionary. I don't know if Labour will give you some of the royalties he will get. O two one double four six oh five six seven. And in Joburg, O double one double eight three oh seven oh two. Jenny, good morning. Yes. Hi. You see Yes. yes. Hi, um, Jenny here, Observatory Cape Town. Um, one of my favorite words locally, I think it's actually pretty much restricted to Nyanga in Township in Cape Town, but I think other people use it as well. One of my favorites, Amapela. Uh, Amapela means cockroach. Mm. And Amapela is applied to certain vehicles. Yeah, to take the... Yeah. Um, when I was at a... Once in, in Younger with somebody, he said to me, Jenny, do you notice something interesting on the road here? So I looked around, looked around, and I don't... I think three out of four vehicles at the four-way stop were all Toyota Cressidas. <laughs> and they are local taxis that scuttle around just very locally, like from one block to another block mm. or two blocks around the corner. Yeah. Just for people in their shopping, and it's called Amapela because Amapela is a cockroach. Yeah. Oh wow! And another reason is because Jeez. they're like a nuisance. Uh, oh, the, 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 those those taxis uh, in Cape Town, okay. they're a nuisance, which is why um, they they also called them pelas. And there's their numbers. That's a good point. If only we could sometimes scare them as easily as real cockroaches mm, with the doom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. That was absolutely fascinating. These things matter, right? Profoundly beyond just understanding one another because it also goes to important parts of our identities that are often marginalized both in business but also socially and politically. Yeah. Um, one word, uh, one, one example of a, a, a word that says what you're saying is the word Ngamla. All right. Now, Ngamla was the white boss. All right. Um, you know that Ngamla Yamle. But BE then happened. The 1990, 1994 happened, and suddenly we start having, uh, bosses. And suddenly then the word, it's not now, it changed its meaning from being about a white boss, mm. but became about boss. You know, that Desmond Gamla. So some of my employees refer me to that, uh, say, I Gamla, I am. But I know I'm not white, mm. but I know what they're referring to now. And that's pretty much, and that's pretty much some of those things that actually matter show you how the country is changing or how our society is changing. We never had words for a million. I mean, we have words for everything up to a thousand. You know, um, yeah. we have uh, five tiger, uh, three tiger, tripa, stena, you name it. But we never had the word for a million. And then, the PE billionaires happened, black ones, that is. Mm. And suddenly we found ourselves into. What do we call them? We From needed a word. And it was like, okay, meter. So when you refer to a million, you say meter now. Mm. You know, because it's things that now became part of our vocabulary. Um, you know, so these things matter. And, 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 and lastly, to that point before we go to the news was that it, it's also about, uh, uh, um, 
Remember the Tony Engeni matter when yes. the mic was called that. Yes. You know, so it, it, some of these words become uh, um, almost like um, a bookmark. Mm. Um, I love that. Yeah. You know, that's what they yeah. become. We're Solar like, bad. The same yeah. Thing. And then they tell us what yeah. was going on around that era that these things were known as that. Yeah. And then that, that's when you start finding out all these things that Absolutely. tell you so many nice things about us. Half past eleven. Seven o two and Cape Talk, the literature corner. Are you a cheese boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Despite writing this dictionary. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Model C guy. Cheese know. boy. You know, grew up in Soweto <laughs> and everything. And uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Cheese boy. Let's not apologize. <laughs> yeah. Interesting synonym for cheese boy that I, that I actually heard the first time at Rhodes University was Denon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And if you do not know what a Danon is, then obviously you're not a cheese boy. Yeah, no, you're not a cheese yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And then remember now, not so long ago, we had the whole thing of uh, Izzy Kotani using Ultramel. And that was the level of being a Kotani, yeah. that you can have Ultramel and just split yeah. around and stuff. Before we take more calls, sometimes the language differs from township to township. Mm. Sometimes words come in and out of fashion, depending on what happens in the news cycle. Mm. Tony Yangani is not a thing. Then we stop having words derived from that, that event. Mm-hmm. Zola Bud no longer runs barefoot. Mm-hmm. We stop talking about Zola Buds on the road. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating, isn't it? Because what it means is that Kasital embodies history, but it also means that you might be able to tell someone something about someone mm-hmm. just by knowing even what a common word means to them because we can even trace where they likely must have learned it first. Yeah, it's all that whole dialect um, uh, content that you, you, you need to understand the language. So here what, what, what I understood now about it is that there's almost like three tiers of, 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 of this lingo. You have what I call the, the universal version, the Kwaito version, the one that when whoever Kwaito artist makes a song will all relate to, Omunye Pesgo, Munye, all of that stuff. We all know what he's talking about. And then you get the, 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 the regional ones, which is more like more provincial. So for example, in, when I went to Eastern Cape, I found that uh, they would call Izamaleki Tentrapul one because it's fast. You know, whereas in other areas they'll call it Red Bull, and then now here now in 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 Houghton they're calling it King uh, Pagania uh, because the colors of Black Label look like the Orlando Pirates branding. Okay. So these are all these aspects that are very important that you need to understand. And when you dig deeper, you then can actually tell that um, region within the very same provinces you can tell where people come from. The guy from Alex, the guy from Soweto, the guy from Pretoria, the guy from Kahiso. So I'll give you an example with the Kahiso Mall. We're using that insight. Hmm. What, what, uh, what I did with that. I came up then with a pair of line for Kahiso Mall. It's called Weshe. Okay. Uh, Weshe is their version of Wola. But yet Kahiso uh, and Soweto are just divided by just one road. That's it. But that's how they can tell. If you say to them, well, they know that you're not from Kakiso. <laughs> and also the way they do it, they do like a pigeon sign oh, using right. their, 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 their hands, mm. you know, and that's how they know that where you come from. So you look at things like Spatlo, Spatlo is quarter. And then other people will call it a different thing. And that's how you can actually therefore tell that mm. these people, where they come from and so forth. And then in terms of time frames, I think that's by far the most important thing that this uh, language or this lingo actually helps us with. Unlike English, it's very flexible. Uh, it's very adaptable. And it was there before Facebook and words actually make sense to people. So if you say something to one from one black person to another, even in different provinces, it makes sense. It's just like, yeah, and like. 
that makes sense actually should we should have just called it something like that for example do you know that um a taxi driver um when they wash they wash from uh from here up they never wash the entire body so they call that id photo <laughs> When you wash like that, <laughs> you know, because there's no time in the morning for the upper them to... part of your upper body. Yes, well, that's I all you need to do. Yes, yeah. that, you 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 call that up. I mean, that's not even a cowboy splash. It's like cowboy nyana. Yeah, yeah. And then I just think also to take it further is um, the let, let's look at food things like chakalaka. You so maybe Cape Townians take notes. ID photos from now until the drought is over. <laughs> 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 Let's take a couple of more calls. Lots of people want to call in. Lionel, good morning. Hi, good morning. I, I just want to contribute to two words. Go for it, Lani. Uh, Dolly. Yeah. Um, What's that? Ah, we just lost him there. We'll get him back. Uh, we'll get you back. The line was just not great there. But speaking of Dolly, someone else had a go at explaining where Dolly comes from. That old timer that called in a little bit earlier with that one. And we had a good guess here on the SMS line. Kind of makes sense, I think. Um, someone says, where is it now? Okay, I've, I've lost it. But basically, that it comes, it's a reference to Dolly Khadebe, who was so beautiful that anything good like even being in a good mood is associated with the word Dolly, which I think is fascinating. Andrew, good morning. Hi, uh, you see this? Yeah, um, I think what's so fascinating about uh, Totsi Tal is that it's ever-evolving, you know, it, um, and there's always new words coming up. And, of course, the point was made that it's, uh, it varies from region to region, but even in, within one region there are variations. Yes. And so, for example, you will find that um, um, uh, in, in Joburg, for example, you would find somebody says, I'm skrull, which means I'm hungry. Mm. Now, the original Afrikaans word, I'm skrull, means you are thin, basically, tall and thin. So it's, uh, it's fascinating that the type of counterculture that has, uh, it has become. In our days when we grew up, Though we spoke Afrikaans, we spoke it in our way. So it was sort of giving the middle fingers to the saver Afrikaans fraternity, if you know what I mean. Mm. And you have other words, for example, uh, we would say, refer to uh, Maitani. Now, Maitani in Afrikaans, pure Afrikaans, is my aunt, but with us, Maitani meant my mother. And yes, that's, that's right, the yeah. counterculture I was referring to. Uh, the other example is like uh, we corrupted the word. Uh, if you say the plural of people in Afrikaans, mansa, we would say mansas. You add an S, extra S at the back. Um, the other issue <laughs> about Dolly, I think the, the fascinating thing for me, uh, the, 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 uh, the lingo that was used in the 50s and 60s, I think those for me are, are, are the best. Before we had Dolly, we had the word na. Somebody says, how are you? You say, you didn't say Dolly back then. You said, I guess, na. Yeah, we still, we still use that, yeah. Where does it come from? I wonder where that comes from. It sounds very Khoisan-like to me. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. And we yeah. borrow, and that's fine. We've got cross-pollination between languages. A lot of these words, I have Afrikaans derivatives and some others, and then we make it our own. Thanks, Andrew. Absolutely fascinating. Lionel, I think we have you now on a better line. Hi. Hello. Go ahead. Hi. Yeah, okay. Dolly... Um, in our in Aldo's and all these places, we say Dolly is uh, it, it symbolizes the stone. So if you throw a stone at somebody, so you tell them Dolly Sohwe, which means so 
the reference then hard. So uh, probably the reference to Dolly Mateve means when you say somebody is hard, I mean, just hard, you know, Mary being girl, very beautiful. So hard being a stone, a Dolly is a stone, and that's where the cross references come uh, in, the, in the picture. It's amazing because I suppose it has different origins in different communities. I have a bunch of people now who have all independently said, uh, for them, Dolly is derived from Dolly Hadebe, who was considered extremely beautiful. And um, yes, if and someone is Dolly, they're beautiful. Comes, yeah, that comes from Dolly. When we say somebody, yo, that, you heart, it means you're beautiful or you, yeah, you're beautiful. Okay. Uh, then relates to a stone being hard. Hard, not as in your heart, but as in, as in tough, as in hard. Sure. You know, yes. And then blind means, um, for us, it means if something is really, there's a lot of it. So, for example, if somebody is really good, you would say that I was blind. Mm. You know, he's, he's really good. Mm. Um, and yes, uh, and Lani on our side also transformed now. We, it used to relate to a white boss, but now anybody can be a Lani as a boss. So it kind of, uh, uh, you know, parallels with Ngamla, which also went from That's white right, yeah. Boss to 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 uh, to just any boss. Absolutely, thanks, Lionel. That's great. Yeah, it's going to bother me now. If you if you're one of those kids at Rhodes who taught me the word cheese boy, uh, what was the opposite? You guys used to insult, and, and this was funny because it usually comes from cheese boys who say this about who say this about working class black kids. I hope particularly. it's not Paloni, ne? <laughs> <laughs> That would be a very good contemporary version of it. But there was a particular word, man. And um, so tweet me or send me a WhatsApp message. There, there was a particular word that shocked me when I when I last visited many years ago, Rhodes Campus, and I learned the word Danon, but also the opposite of Danon, like someone who comes from the township. And it was just interesting, these class differences between between black people. And in my old age, I'm just forgetting it. If you know that word, have a crack at it, tweet me, or send me a quick SMS. The opposite of Danon is what? Uh, I'd love to know. I want to play this clip. Now we're going to take a break um, and more of your calls. But this is a clip of something that played out in Parliament, which Megan speaks to what we were debating before the Literature Corner and how context makes all the difference to whether a word that is part of Kasi language will hit you as something deserving of calling the station manager or whether it will just wash over you as innocuous language. I rise on behalf of the EFF to move without notice that the House knows that land dispossession lies at the center of the history of this country and that white monopoly capital developed directly as a result of massive exploitation of black people and their displacements from their land. Further knows that 1994 changed for call and that 21 years after the attainment of freedom, many black people are still getting displaced by huge corporations and freedom, and, and are not getting compensated for their loss. Yes. Just want to remember, hold on. Uh, Deputy Speaker, I, mean, I, I don't know if I heard the Honourable Member. Deputy Speaker. Speaking, but I uh, did I. But the Honourable Member just swore in the House. And he should withdraw that. I won't repeat what he said. Yeah. Honourable Member. That. Uh, what, 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 what language is that? It's Afrikaans. It says nothing. That's what I mean. Honorable member. Uh, no, man. Well, I've just said earlier on, I, I said earlier on that none of these motions must con- contain offensive language. With respect, Deputy Speaker, how does it, how does it, uh, 
How does focal means? How, how is it offensive? We don't speak like that in the House, Honorable Member. You've just repeated the word. Please withdraw that. Uh, speaker, may I address you? <laughs> to speaker, say what? To say what? Mag ik aanspreek? The word focal beteken eenvoudig niks. Honorable Member. Dit beteken eenvoudig niks. Ik versta mij niet nou nie. So who weet he? Member, we don't speak like that in the house. That betekent niks. Yeah, yeah, that betekent niks nie. That betekent niks. Vajay no say betekent niks. The member will withdraw that weight. The word. The word is not unfair. As a belief. Track that trick. Afrikaans mondeling. I withdraw my understanding of focal as nothing. I withdraw it. That's... Honorable member, when you withdraw, please do it unconditionally. It's just clean. It's just clean if you do it that way. I withdraw, Deputy Speaker. Thank you very much. <laughs> A comedy of errors. <laughs> 702 and Cape Talk, the Literature Corner. I love that clip. It's a classic example of what happens when we miss an opportunity to learn each other's grammar. And it's both grammar from the point of view of language, literally but at the same time, and necessarily cultural grammar as well. Isn't it, Lebo? Yep. Missed in translation. There's something that, uh, there was it, um, a line who called, hmm. talking about Dolly, that uh, if you, if they say to you, hey, that chick is a Pakistan, it doesn't mean she's Pakistan, it means she's packed. Oh. Okay. Pakistan. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> Shingan, good morning. Hello, man. Good. My, my word is otherwise. Now, in other communities, you could greet, you have a full-on conversation using the word otherwise in Fedin. Let me illustrate. Hmm. Level otherwise? Shabuzera? Fedin, done. Wala, 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 I'm fun. I'm not. No, no. Yeah, I guess don't. I guess don't. It's the otherwise. <laughs> now, similar words, I can describe how you make me feel. Like. You see that, I make you feel otherwise. <laughs> Askies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. I love that. But why not? There are many words in the English language which also varies with um, context. Yeah. Uh, it happened when I was a, a, a scholar. We had a German art teacher. And then she came, um, because remember, after five minutes of not having the teacher there, you're supposed to go to your substitute class. But we decided, no, we're going to wait there. And then, and then she then came. The first thing, uh, me and Cabello were in the bathroom. So we find all the guys are packing all their bags, going to the substitute class. So when we arrived, because we already said, no, but guys, we're going to chill here until the next bell. Mm. So me and Cabello arrive. And the first thing we say, say, and no. Do you know what she said? Are you saying no? Detention for a whole month. Wow. We're like, no, 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 no. We're, wow. we're not saying no. We're saying, and no, like, and what? Like, no. We are actually wow. going to get detained just for that. Interesting tweet here from Mo who says, uh, when I grew up in the Val, anyone with a big head was called Jomo. Yeah. Hi, man. Does Jomo so much? Is that a big head? Let me see you. <laughs> Jomo's head is not that big, Moss. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Colin, good morning. Uh, good morning, Yusufia. Uh, very interesting one. Uh, you know, in um, around the townships of uh, Pretoria, when a guy was interested in a lady, and sometimes to dissuade, to discourage you, the guys would say, "Yeah, man, say it's her cut." So when they say it's her cut, they mean she's married. So, uh, and I used to 
like be fascinated every time I have that. And eventually I asked but the old soldiers, where does that term come from? And they say, no, there was a jewelry shop in the center of Pretoria called Cast and Lorry. So mm-hmm. for that reason, then, even until today, people still talk of says her cast, meaning that she's married. Wow. And uh, another quick one is uh, the, when somebody uh, is a pedestrian and they don't own a car, so you find the lady say, hey, I'm a chomaman. So seven is a two series, meaning that he walks. Mm-hmm. So two series from three series BMW or five series or mm-hmm. something like that. Another word they use for that is uh, yellow pages. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, and then, and then you, yeah, yes, and then lastly, you've got the you remember that those uh, matchbox kind of uh, BMW series. In fact, I posted it earlier on as a throwback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to be called Kusheshe. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that earlier eighties intro, introduction series brand BMW was called Kusheshe in the township. No, he's right. In fact, BMW has got the most nicknames. Because remember, like the BMW X5 is called the ex-wife. The BMW M3 <laughs> is the mother of three. Um, and then the Land Rover is called uh, Discover, uh, Disco because we shorten up the, the, the word. Um, and then What's Audi, it called? Uh, Disco. Okay. As opposed to calling it Discovery, driving oh, a Disco. Okay. If you're driving an Audi TT, you're driving travel and tourism. Mm. If you're driving top of the range Audi, any Audi, you're driving... Lot of the rings. Oh. <laughs> cool. I like that one. Tabiso, so how's it? Tabiso, are you there? Uh, hey, I'm here. Go for it. Yes. Um, I, I just wanted to say when you mentioned the word uh, cheese boy. Are you one? It, 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 it's kind of, I am the first cheese boy in South Africa. <laughs> well, well, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually trying to write a book about it, which I have titled "White by Day, Black by Night," <laughs> and and the and the payoff line is the first cheese boy. <laughs> what happened is just just uh, let me humor you. In 1976, schools were on fire in the townships, and in 1977, I was a very black first black kid from Ettridgeville to go to a school called CBC Pretoria mm. from the Republic of Transkei um, because my uncle was the ambassador, my mom was in the embassy, so I got diplomatic immunity and went to a white school in 1977. So basically, when I, during the day, I was a white boy, and in, at night, I was a black boy back in Etridgeville. And that's what made me the first cheese boy. No, it sounds like it. Eh? If you were born a hundred years earlier, you would have been one of those um, grand new uh, 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 ANC leaders on a ship to go and have tea with the Queen. Mm. Exactly, and then maybe you can be the ambassador of my book when I publish it. Ultimately, <laughs> the interesting part is when you go to. We used to go to places like Vet, the planetarium where the queues were Ayele Blancas and Suartes. And I had to quickly go through the Suartes so that my colleagues don't realize that I'm not one of them. Wow. Yo. And, and when That's I traveled deep. abroad, when I traveled abroad, I killed a passport that said, well, it was not a passport, it was a travel document that said nationality undetermined. Proudly the non, it sounds like it. Quickly, Yosef. 20 seconds. 
Okay, we've lost uh, Yosef there. Um, someone says, what about Aish and Aisan? Where does that come from? Yeah, it was an expression. Just an expression. Just an expression. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Aish. Hmm. Yeah, it's an expression. Where can one get your dictionaries? We're developing an app. Um, you can get the book at uh, Exclusive Books. Okay. Um, but the next evolution is to put it in an app so that you make it easy for people actually to get hold of it. Uh, we do get a lot of internationally inquiries of guys saying, look, I miss home. I want to do my throwback. Where can I get these with? So we definitely, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Once it is out in whatever different forms, just let us know. And a lot of people are interested, then we'll tell them about it. Hey, Tara, thank you. Thank you. Cheers, thanks for coming. Sure.